Well, this is some news. Canada has very quietly lifted a blanket advisory against all non-essential travel outside the country. This has been in place since the pandemic was declared in March 2020. And I thought we've got to reach out to Marty. Uh, our friend Marty Firestone from Travel Secure Insurance joins the show now. Marty, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. What uh, does this very quiet uh, lifting of this blanket advisory uh, mean to you? Well, I'm gathering information as we speak, but at first glance, you know, a travel advisory is one of the uh, exemptions, or I should say exclusions, that are on many of the policies. So with it now taken away, we no longer are level three travel advisory. Many of the insurance policies will now cover people for COVID, whether you're vaccinated or not. So that's going to be paramount. The other thing I'm looking and waiting to hear is whether you can purchase trip cancellation now and COVID will be a covered reason for cancelling. And that's huge because right now there's a lot of hesitancy to book trips uh, if you're not going to get paid if it was COVID related. So under the previous guidelines, the government advised all travellers, regardless of vaccine status, to avoid non-essential international uh, travel. How have things changed? What is the government advisory saying now? So now they've removed it. So now basically they're saying, and I just keep in mind, they did not remove the level four travel advisory still on cruise ship travel. So that that's another point to discuss. But on the surface now, without that level three travel advisory now, people can travel and will not have limitations that existed in their current insurance policies that had that as an exclusion. So it's going to make it a lot easier and coverage will be better than it was. That's the bottom line. Oh, that's interesting. So that is uh, hopeful. Do you expect you'll see, um, because of this uh, travel exemption being lifted or this uh, p- travel um, advisory being lifted, rather, do you expect that you're going to see an, uh, an uptick in, in bookings right away for those uh, winter vacations? Absolutely. So so what's happened is the last week is brought huge changes in this industry. So we have mixed vaccines that are accepted. We have AstraZeneca that's accepted. We now have the level three travel advisory lifted and we now have a federal vaccine passport. A combination of all those things is going to mean one thing. That's increased travel. But the federal vaccine tra- uh, passport, to me, it seemed almost like it was uh, an anticlimactic uh, really announcement because we were expecting a new uh, kind of vaccine passport in addition to the one we use within the province. That's actually not the case. Can you uh, maybe ex- explain what you know about that? Yeah, no doubt. We thought we were getting this virtual, like a, a typical passport that, that you get from the Canadian government. What they in fact did was put their logo word mark in the top right-hand corner on the provincial plan that you currently had, and that makes it all, you know, uh, recognized as now it's the country of Canada. So you are correct. They did not create a separate one. Maybe they felt the the uh, provincial ones were sufficient and all they had to do was just legitimize it with a Canadian logo on it. That was somewhat of a disappointment. But at the end of the day, is it going to serve the same purpose? That's all that really matters. Do you have confidence that this will be sufficient when traveling to other countries? I do. You'll go to some countries, you know, outside of Canada, outside of U.S., and they're going to see the Canadian passport for lack of a better word and it will be recognized and behind the scenes canada will be working with all these countries to say this is our proof of vaccination and please accept it assuming your country does accept mixed vaccines assuming they they do uh, accept az but that's all got to still be the case this isn't going to change that okay so canada can you um speak to why they quiff they uh, quietly lifted the uh blanket advisory against non-essential travel uh, beyond cruise ships which we'll get to in a second 
But like, why was it done quietly? Usually they're like banging the gong and celebrating. And is there any reasoning behind this, in your opinion? That's shocking. I agree. I, I mean, honestly, yesterday was a busy day with the federal passport being announced, or at least their version of it. At the same time, why didn't you say, and we're happy to announce that the Level 3 Travel Advisory will be lifted also? They didn't. Not even anything. So the answer, I, I have no no clue as to what their thinking was with that. Hmm. Um, new advisories, though, can be found on the travel advice and advisory website of the government's uh, page if you're interested. There's still that blanket advisory against all cruise travel in place. Uh, were you shocked by that or did you expect that? I expected that. I never thought that would get moved, maybe downgraded to level three to avoid all non-essential travel on cruise ships. Remember, right now it reads avoid all cruise ship travel. I think that that's still a a hotbed and, you know, potential uh, petri dish, as they call it. So for a while, I think they're going to hold tight on cruise ships until potentially, you know, next spring or summer. And then they'll lift that advisory, of course, hopefully earlier, and then people can go on cruises again. I guess that's the, the intent. But you know, Marty, there are people listening right now that are fully vaccinated and they are cruisers. That's the way they travel. And they are going to uh, get on a cruise ship, whether there's advisory or not. Uh, What does this mean for them? The fact that they've still got this blanket advisory against all cruise uh, travel that the government has left in place. What does this mean for them uh, as far as insurance goes? Well, that's a great question. I, I think they, they got a lot to worry about because right now the majority of insurance companies are suggesting that if you are going on a cruise ship and there's still a level four travel advisory in place, you are not covered in the event you get COVID on that ship. So I don't know anybody that would want to travel on a cruise ship and risk that if they need to be lifted off by helicopter and taken to a hospital because they have COVID, it will not be covered. So I just can't see how anybody's doing it. Um, where have you seen, what destinations are, are the hottest right now for people uh, deciding to get away on those winter destinations? Are they the uh, traditional destinations that have always been popular with Canadians? Or have you seen yeah. a change since the, uh, the pandemic, uh, you know, we've started to lift restrictions? So prior to this last week, needless to say, snowbirds were getting away regardless. Uh, they were flying. They couldn't drive over. That's all changing November 8th. So all of a sudden destinations with respect to southern, you know, Florida, Uh, Texas, Arizona, Palm Springs, that's all hot and still going. The next question will be, will the Mexicos and the Puerto Vallarta's of the world and all that be the next uh, possible spot to go? And then internationally. So right now it's just the U.S. that's hot and then the other areas will follow, but haven't at this point. Really? Are you shocked by that? Because the U.S. have a huge problem, depending on which state you're going to, uh, with cases of COVID-19 still, you know, happening. Yeah, it's not stopping anybody. The bottom line is they're fully vaccinated. They're not mm-hmm. getting in there if they're not. So their fear is, you know, what's the worst scenario? I get a mild case of the flu. The hospitals won't be overcrowded because there isn't, you know, thousands of other people in there on ventilators in the ICU. So the typical reasons of why you end up in a hospital on a on a trip, that will be covered. So there's not the same fear or hesitancy that there was last year. Marty, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Marty Firestone.